Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm talking about the basics, the basics of our health. I don't know about you, but there have definitely been times in my life where I have felt really overwhelmed with the amount of information coming at me when it comes to our health and how to take care of ourselves and what the healthiest thing is to eat and what should we drink and what supplements should we take and all the things, right? Like we know what that feels like where we'll get an email and it will tell us five tips for more energy or three things to do every single day to protect your immune system or things to consume or products to try to prevent aging. Like there's so many things that we're inundated with that it sometimes overwhelms me. And also there's been seasons of my life where I'm thinking one thing's healthy one moment and then it's the most horrible thing for you ever. And then it's healthy again and then it's horrible for you. And there's just so many things and so much information about our health and Honestly, sometimes I'm just like, what is the right thing? Like, what is, what are we supposed to do? And how are we supposed to take care of ourselves? And as I was thinking of content for today's episode, I was like, you know what? I think it's worth having a conversation around the foundational basics of our health and what they are and why they're important. And to honestly take time for myself and also to create space for you to consider these five areas and really think, are all of these areas being a priority and are they healthy and are they thriving? Because I wholeheartedly believe that you can take all the supplements in the world and have the most perfect diet and exercise like crazy. But if you're not staying hydrated and if you're not getting good sleep, it's kind of all for nothing. Like, yeah, your supplement game might be on point, but your body's really depleted and needs rest. Or yeah, you might be really strong and really fit, but what's your nutrition like? Your body may be craving more calories, more food to keep up with the movement and the intensity that you're maintaining on a regular basis. So I just want us to take a moment and give ourselves space to really kind of in a sense, just for a moment, just for these 30 minutes together, to ignore and forget about all the things that we do for our health and all the articles we've read and all the tips and tricks and good, bad, indifferent, all the things that we have in our mind when it comes to what's healthy and what's not and what's the best way to take care of ourselves. Because honestly, guys, I really think it's so simple. And I think for most of us, we're getting so caught up in the articles, the books, the podcasts, the YouTube videos, the social media posts that tell us the new fad, the new trend, the new thing that we have to prioritize. So we push everything else aside. We focus on that. We think that it's going to be some magic remedy to make us healthy 
and make us feel good. And that's just not, I've learned for myself, it just doesn't work that way. I can use all the essential oils in the world. I can take all the supplements that I want. But if I am in a stressful season of life and refusing to address the way I feel and my emotions, that lavender oil isn't going to actually calm me. If I'm not addressing the root of the problem, it's just going to be a small Band-Aid fix that maybe won't even last that long. Or if I'm running myself into the ground and not managing my stress, it doesn't matter how many supplements I'm taking for energy. My body is going to get to the point where it's going to start screaming at me saying, you need to relax. So I say all of this from the perspective of I have felt this way. I have also wanted to hear content like this. I think that's part of the reason why I'm creating this episode is because I want someone to just simplify it. I want more voices talking about the basic fundamental layers of our health and for us to then prioritize and become really, really good at those things. So all of that to say, I'm going to jump right in to the five different categories that I have. And honestly, for probably all of you, you're going to know what they are. And I might be sounding like your mom right now, (laughs) reminding you of these things that are so important for you to do. And that honestly, this this is my goal for myself and this is my goal for you. Become an expert in these five areas of your health. Prioritize them fight for them, improve them, get them to a place where they're thriving. And once these five areas really are a priority, then layer in the other things as it's life-giving for you. Don't take all the supplements if that just sounds like a ton of work and something that you don't want to do. It's fine. You're going to be okay. You don't have to take the thing that the latest influencer is posting about or doing the workout five times a week that you actually hate, but you've heard it's really good for your body and really good for your longevity and like all the things. If you don't like it, stop doing it because it's just going to burn you out. And at some point you're going to realize this isn't even fun and I hate this. And there's going to be more frustration and anger of doing it than actual enjoyment and positivity that you're receiving. But my goal is for us to get so good at these five areas. And then as things pique our interest and seem like they would fit well into our lifestyle and would be life-giving to us, then we layer in things on top of the five basics. So number one, drink water. You guys, you have to prioritize drinking more water. I promise you. Even if you're an extremely good water drinker, like I would consider myself to be a really great water drinker, level up. We can always be drinking more water. And honestly, if you're if you're right now thinking, okay, Renee, that's great, but how much water should I be drinking? Well, I'm glad you asked. The amount of ounces of water that you should be drinking every day is half your body weight. So let's say you weigh 160 pounds, you need to be drinking 80 ounces of water a day, minimum, for every 30 minutes of activity where you're sweating or eight ounces of coffee that you're drinking, you need to add another eight ounces of water. So it can really start to add up. That being said, though, if you focus, like, honestly, this would be my challenge to you. I mean, there's, I would say the other four are really important and I would like you to prioritize all of them semi-equally. But my challenge to you would be to really keep track of how much water you're drinking in a given day and then level up, try to hit the half your body weight in ounces of water for one day 
and just see how you feel. Because honestly, your mental clarity is going to improve. Your energy is going to improve. Your digestion is going to improve. Your overall health will improve because your body is not going to be dehydrated. There's so many things. I mean, if you just look up the benefits of staying hydrated or the benefits of drinking the right amount of water, there's so much information out there. And I remember a while ago, it might have been two years ago. I'm not sure, but I love the Magnolia magazine. And in one of the Magnolia magazines for this season, it was talking about the importance of drinking water. And I think one of the things it said in there was, if you're doing everything else, but you're not getting the right amount of water per day, your body isn't really going to be able to benefit from anything else that you're doing. Because the basics, the most fundamental piece is making sure your body's hydrated. And then everything on top of it will continue to help your body function at a more optimal level. But if you're adding all the things and taking all the supplements and even getting great rest and working out, but you're not staying hydrated, your body's not going to see the benefits of all those other things. That's how important staying hydrated is. And I'm kind of insane when it comes to drinking water. Ask my husband because he does not drink enough water and I want him to drink more water because I know it's so important to drink water. And so that being said, let's just all take a big sip of water right now while we're talking about it. Okay, drink my water. So half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Boom, check that box, make it happen, see how you feel. Start with that. The second one, sleep. You guys, I think I'm starting all of these with you guys because I'm taking it so seriously and I feel so passionate. So we'll just rewind for a sec. Getting sleep is so, so, so important literally every other aspect of your life. Like this is probably right up there with water. I maybe actually, maybe I'd say sleep is more important than getting the right amount of water because just think about how you feel on any given day where you're sleep deprived. You're exhausted. You're cranky. You're stressed. You're anxious. You don't eat well. You just don't feel good. Your body feels sluggish. Your immune system is weaker. I mean, there's so many things that happen when you're not getting the right amount of sleep. And I didn't know the exact amount of sleep that an adult should be getting, so I looked it up, and experts say we should be getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I am definitely an eight hours minimum kind of gal. I like to go to bed early-ish and wake up semi-early. So prioritize your sleep. It's so critical that you're getting a good night's rest, and honestly, If you are dealing with depression or anxiety or overwhelm or negative thoughts or toxic thinking, whatever it is, it could be because you're not getting sleep. You're not allowing your body to rest at the level that your body is needing. And when I have multiple days in a row or even one or two where I'm not getting good sleep, I feel more anxious. I feel more stressed. I feel more on red alert because there's so much adrenaline going through my body trying to keep myself awake because I'm feeling sleep deprived. So as simple as it sounds, maybe just prioritizing a good night's rest is going to solve a lot of your problems. It's worth a try. And there's a lot of things that you can do to help yourself get a better night's sleep. I think one of the most basic things is don't be on your phone while you're in bed. That's something that I have implemented in my life where I plug in my phone on the opposite side of the room. I put my phone to bed and then I go to bed. And not having it there when I'm falling asleep, 
not having it there when I wake up in the morning, it allows me to truly fall asleep and wake up without being inundated with notifications or updates or emails or work or whatever. And so cutting out some of that technology and that overstimulation before you fall asleep can be really beneficial. I think for a lot of us, we watch TV. Some of us, we watch really active, kind of crazy, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like action shows or murder mystery, suspense, like all of that is going to put your mind on high alert. So probably not the most soothing, restful thing to be watching before you go to bed. Maybe you should have, I mean, I would really recommend an evening routine where it's getting your body to recognize, oh, we're going to be going to sleep soon. Maybe you have a cup of tea. Maybe you start reading a book. Maybe you take a bath. Maybe you take a long shower. Maybe you have an awesome skincare routine that you love that feels good and that allows you to prepare yourself to go to sleep because getting the sleep you need is so important for you to feel better and for you to feel good and for your metabolism to work better, for your happy hormones to fire more consistently, for your subconscious to even file away memories that have happened from the day. There's so much that happens in your mind while you sleep. Just look it up. It's very fascinating that it's really important for your perspective and just your mental clarity to have that break for your body to just do what it needs to do subconsciously while you're sleeping. And it's incredible for our immune systems. So quit running yourself on E and get a good night's sleep. Really make it a priority. Become an expert at sleeping and doing it well. And if you are in a season where you can't get that seven to nine hours, maybe you're a new mom, ask for help. Take shifts with your husband. Have people watch your children. Have someone come over for two or three hours during the day so you can take a nap. Get your hours in. It might be kind of here and there if you're in that season of life, but prioritize it because you deserve it and it's important. And taking naps if you need it is a great thing. And going to bed early and maybe waking up late, whatever that rhythm looks like, create some sense of consistency because your body craves it and needs it and it's going to be amazing for your health. Okay, the third one is movement. And I say movement instead of exercise because I think exercise has a relatively negative connotation for some people. So I focus on movement because there can be a number of things that we can do to move our bodies to get our heart rate a bit elevated. And I'm talking about moderate movement. It doesn't have to be high intensity. It could even be, I guess, low movement, you know, depending on if you really love yoga or something, that's still movement for your body. For me, I function best when I do get my heart rate up going a little bit, and it's more that moderate exercise for me. But movement in general is so critical because, again, it's going to increase endorphins. It's going to help your immune system flush out toxins. It's going to make your immune system function more optimally. It's going to allow yourself to be more attentive and awake and energetic. I heard a statistic a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, that said, exercise is the equivalent, or in this case, movement for 30 minutes a day is the equivalent of taking Xanax and Adderall. Xanax is for your mood and Adderall is for your focus. So when you move your body, when you choose to exercise, when you get your heart rate elevated for a short period of time, maybe it's 30 to 45 minutes, that impact on your mood and on your focus 
affects your body for about 12 hours. So that's why they suggest working out earlier in the day because your energy is going to be a lot better. Your focus is going to be better throughout the day when you need it, not at night when you're sleeping, when you don't really need those things prioritized as much. So movement just does wonders and that could look different for many different people. For me, I love an exercise routine. I love bar three. You've heard me talk about it. You've heard me talk about my whole perspective on exercise and how I believe it should be something life-giving and enjoyable to take care of our bodies, not to punish our bodies because we, for some reason, want it to be different or look different. Always, always move your body from a place of love and appreciation, not to punish it, not to shame yourself. That's not going to serve you and it's going to hurt you. So choose a way of moving your body that you enjoy. For me, I like bar three. For other people, it might be a bike ride. For some, it might be a long walk, might be yoga or working out in the yard or swimming or running, whatever it is, or dancing. I don't know. Maybe for 30 minutes, you put on a song and you just dance like a crazy person in your living room with your kids. Whatever it is, move your body in a way that's enjoyable and all of those benefits will come from it. It doesn't matter if you're doing a HIIT workout or if you're having a dance party. Your your heart rate's still elevated. You're still moving. You're still doing a lot of really good things for your heart and your body and your mind and everything that's involved. So don't get too caught up in the details of, is this a good enough exercise or movement? If it feels good in your body, that's great. When you figure out what activity you like, and maybe there's several different things, so you switch it up throughout the week, do it either every day for 30 minutes a day or several times throughout the week. You know, I know schedules can get crazy, so don't get too caught up in like the exact routine of it. I'm just wanting to share all of these things because it's laying the foundation of are we prioritizing the basics? The fourth one is good nutrition. And this is where it can get a little controversial because what's good nutrition to one person might not be good nutrition to the other person. And based on what you read in articles, it might be like, eat this, don't eat this. If you eat this, you're going to die. If you eat this, you're going to live forever. Like, we all know all the things that are in all the magazines and the websites and podcasts and books and everything. And honestly, I I love reading about nutrition. I like talking about nutrition. And even with an enjoyment of it, I am easily overwhelmed by it. So this is basically my filter. I eat the majority of the time. You know I'm a desserts person. You know I love to bake. So I'm still doing that often. But the majority of the time, I prioritize eating foods that make my body feel good. And I think that's as simple as the filter has to be because what maybe feels good to your body to eat might be different to me. I, for example, can eat gluten and feel just fine. To someone else, they may not be able to eat gluten. They're not going to feel that good. So I'm not going to get caught up in the trend of, oh, I guess it's now the new fad to not eat bread. I feel fine eating bread. So I'm going to just keep eating it because I love it and my body responds fine to it. So that is applied with everything. Some people really like almond milk or oat milk. I don't like either of those at all. I love regular cow milk, dairy milk, the stuff we were raised on. I'm I'm eating things and I'm choosing what I'm buying and the way I'm cooking based on, oh, what sounds good to me? And also layering in what 
it feels good to my body when I eat it. You know, I've heard people talk about intuitive eating. Intuitive eating is just being aware of what your body craves and then eating that. So sometimes it can be as simple as like if you're really craving sugar, maybe you're really craving sugar in the morning. Instead of having a a high sugared breakfast, add a lot of fruit to your plate. You're still going to get the sweet. You're still going to get the sugar, but the sugar is going to be really beneficial to your body. So don't deny yourself of like, I can't eat this. This is terrible. I, there, you know, I think in the back of my mind, I don't really believe that certain foods are inherently bad and others are necessarily like the, the most perfect superfood in the world. I think that some things can make our bodies feel better than others, but I don't think any food is bad and shameful. So that being said, maybe it's just a matter of thinking about your food choices differently. And instead of feeling so restricted, maybe that's how you're feeling today is you're following all the fads, you're following all the rules and all the suggestions from dietitians and influencers and authors and everyone. And maybe eating doesn't even feel fun anymore. And if it doesn't feel fun anymore, I think some changes need to be implemented because I love eating. I love enjoying a good meal. I love baking. There's so much enjoyment that comes around food. So instead, just think about maybe in the afternoon is eating a plate full of fresh veggies with some fun seasoning on top or a really awesome salad or a cut up mango and some peaches and raspberries or whatever. Is that going to make your body feel better than eating that cookie or the donut? It's not saying you can't have the cookie or the donut. Just start with the fruit, see how you feel after you eat the fruit, and then, yeah, maybe have the cookie and the donut if you're still craving it. But I'll tell you that when I focus on what my body enjoys and and feels good eating, that once I have the fruit or the vegetables or the good protein or the fun snack or whatever, I don't crave the junk food as much because my body's fueled and feels good and I'm not hungry and I'm not just choosing what's right in front of me. I'm trying to create a plan each week to really have foods in my fridge that taste good and that are also healthy to me. Like I said, there's certain things that feel healthy to me that someone else might say, whoa, yeah, nope, not going to be eating cheese, not going to be eating bread, not going to be eating all that fruit because maybe their body just doesn't feel good eating it. But for me, I'm choosing what I like to eat and also what makes my body feel energetic and healthy and my immune system's good. So for all of us, it's going to look different. I don't think with nutrition, it's going to be a one size fits all. I think we know what foods aren't going to fuel our body the same and make us feel good and what foods will make us feel good. So let that be your filter. Don't say, oh, no, I can't eat that because that's bad. Who's defining if it's bad or not? Because in a given context, it might be totally fine to eat. You know, I love having dessert after dinner. I'm not going to have dessert as my dinner. I'm going to fill my body and get full and feel satisfied and then be like, okay, what do I want to have for dessert? So again, just thinking about the way your body feels and what you're consuming is really, really important because if you're eating a lot of food that your body is not responding well to and you don't feel good eating it and maybe you're just reaching for it because it's that immediate craving, that might be a factor on how you're feeling. If you're feeling lethargic, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling, well, lethargic and tired is the same word basically. (laughs) So if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling stressed, if you don't have the same mental clarity or whatever it is, 
just evaluate what you're eating on a regular basis. And along with the other things, are you getting good sleep? Are you drinking your water? Are you moving your body? And all those things working together as they should be, the basic fundamentals of our health are going to create really positive, sustainable results. The fifth one, and this is a little bit of a left turn, but very important. And I think for some of us, maybe we are drinking our water, we're getting good sleep, we are moving our bodies, and we are eating well. And there are certain weeks where I'm like, okay, I'm prioritizing all four of these areas, but I'm still feeling off. Like maybe I'm still feeling tired or not as inspired or maybe like dealing with anxious thoughts a little bit more consistently than I usually do or just feeling kind of blah. The fifth one, when I implement this on top of those other layers and those other uh, components of health, this is when I really feel like, okay, I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm feeling passionate and inspired and like my normal energetic self, like all the things that I know for me that feel healthy, I know what my healthiest feels like. You know what I mean? So the fifth one is social. Are you taking time to prioritize connecting with those you care about, laughing, talking with people, making plans, having things to look forward to, surrounding yourself with people that you love being around? Because you can do all the other things, but all the other things are really prioritizing the more of like the physiological element of health. The social is what's going to fill your soul, spirit, heart health. Because we aren't meant to live life alone. We are designed to live in community, to have relationships that are meaningful and life-giving. If you're feeling like, yeah, my nutrition's on lock, like my sleep is great, my health is awesome, I'm drinking my water, I'm moving my body, but I still struggle with X, Y, and Z, or I'm still stressed, or I still feel negative, or I'm not passionate about life, or whatever it is, maybe you need a little extra boost in the social situation. Call a friend, hang out, prioritize time with people that you really love spending time with because that's what's going to bring your soul alive and that's what's going to make your mind and your body and your spirit be renewed and to be filled with that joy that we all need we need joy in our life that that enthusiasm and appreciation and the gratitude that's not contingent on circumstances and i know for myself i'm filled with a lot of that joy when i'm surrounded by people i love so those are your five basic foundations of health And my encouragement to you is be really good at those five things. And I believe that if you prioritize those, you're all around going to feel better. And all the fads and the supplements and the, the juices to drink and all the things that exist out there, yes, I think that they can be helpful and there's a time and place for them, but they shouldn't be substitutes for the foundational elements that I talked about today. So I hope this is helpful and just gives you something to think about of really reprioritizing what's simple. These are really simple things I shared, but I think for some of us, we can forget about them. So I hope it's encouraging and helpful to you and that you have a great, healthy rest of your week. 